praise the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Can we shout that name? Jesus. With all your strength, with all your energy, with everything that we have, can we just shout the glorious name of Jesus? Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your presence. You are our king. You are our Lord. You are our master. You are our honor. You are our everything. And you reign over our lives. You reign over this sanctuary. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, what a powerful prophecy. Amen. I was just receiving everything in the spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. He'll bring about the distinction. Say distinction. Those who serve God and those who do not. Those who love God and those who do not. And the anointing over you is the distinction. Hallelujah. The anointing over you is the distinction. Amen. Like how Brother King encouraged us, come with expectancy. And hear the word of God and act upon it. Amen. Hallelujah. You're here to edify others. You're here to edify others. Without receiving from the Lord, how can you edify? An empty vessel cannot pour out. If you want to pour out, you have to be filled. If you're filled to the, bro to the brim, that, that will be the flow of your pouring. That much you can edify others. So God is going to fill you today. Amen. If you receive, say amen. amen. It's up to you. What you receive from the realm of the spirit is up to you. No one, had, no one can help you. You have to decide. No one can help you. You have to receive from the spirit. The spirit is here in its full measure, in its full capacity. And one more thing I want to tell, I often tell my children at Revelation Kids, the spirit who is in you, it has the full capacity. Sometimes we treat the little children like, you know, they are so small. They are small, but the spirit in them is not small. It has got full capacity. So even when you teach your babies, you speak meat. They can receive if they are open to the spirit. So if you're going to open to the spirit today, you're going to be the partakers of God's nature, God's attributes, Amen. righteousness and truth, loving kindness and hope and peace. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Amen. And you said it. I believe it. It is done. Amen. And God asked me to just rephrase it. You said it. I believe it. And I receive it, it is done. When you receive, it is done. Because it is a finished work. Say, you said it. I believe it. I receive it. And it is done. I catalambanois. And it is done. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you excited? God is here to speak to you. Amen. Some prophetic word is going to get released over you. Amen. Receive it in the spirit. So last week we were looking into the lives of Elijah and Elisha. And like I told you, there's so much to learn from their lives. Last week we touched one aspect. What was that? 
the calling of God over Elisha's life, the calling of God over your life. We learned how Elisha treasured his calling. And we saw how he radically responded to it. What all he did, did he do? He sacrificed the oxen. And he burned the oxen with the wood from the plow. And he gave it to the townspeople. And he made a bold declaration that from hereafter, I belong to the Lord. And I'm not going to return back. That is the power of God's calling. And then he, we saw how Elisha violently pursued after Elijah, followed after Elijah. And we learned how important our calling is. And Holy Spirit reminded us that if we are not functioning in our call, we have not started living the God-given life to the fullest. But we are just living an ordinary life. Right. Hope you can remember. The Holy Spirit also taught us the importance of training. From the life of Elisha, from the life of Timothy, and the disciples of Jesus. The importance of training. Hallelujah. And everyone who were used of God in the Bible, we saw how they all underwent very focused and intense training. And we also saw how they honored the anointing. Amen. Amen. Hope you can remember. Are you able to retain, recollect? Yes. And then we learned why they followed their spiritual leaders. Why Elisha followed Elijah. Why Timothy followed Paul. Why the disciples followed Jesus. Why? Because of the anointing that was working in their spiritual leaders. Yes. So today, let's return our Bibles to 2 Kings chapter 2. And it came about when the Lord was about to take up Elijah by a whirlwind to heaven, that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. Elijah said to Elisha, stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me as far as Bethel. But Elisha said, as the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. Then the sons of the prophets who were at Bethel came out to Elisha and said to him, do you, do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? And he said, yes, I know. Be still. Elijah said to him, Elisha, please stay here for the Lord has sent me to Jericho. But he said, as the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So they came to Jericho. The sons of the prophets who were at Jericho approached Elisha and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? And he answered, Yes, I know. Be still. Then Elijah said to him, Please stay here, for the Lord has sent me to the Jordan. And he said, As the Lord lives, and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. Now, 50 men of the sons of the prophets went and stood opposite them at a distance, while the two of them stood by the Jordan. And Elijah took his mantle and folded it together and struck the waters, and they were divided here and there, so that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. When they, when they had crossed over, Elijah said to Elisha, Ask, what shall I do for you before I am taken from you? And Elisha said, please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. This is where we stopped last week. Elisha said to Elijah, 
please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by double portion? I hope you can remember the teaching that came to us, I think, last year from our pastor about the double portion. Any idea? The portion of the firstborn. Hallelujah. I praise God for you. You retain the word. You remember the word. May God bless you. And I pray that, that God increase the capacity to retain God's word. Amen. So double portion means the portion of the firstborn. The firstborn son was entitled to receive double portion twi or twice the inheritance more than what the others have received. For example, the other, other sons, they might receive one portion, but the first po firstborn son will receive two portions. That is double portion, the portion of the firstborn son. Those the firstborn is the father's strength. He represents the father. He keeps the title of his father and he continues with the legacy, with the lineage. The blessing of the firstborn is the double portion. In simple words, it is the right of succession. The right of the succession is given to the firstborn. So here Elisha asked the same thing from Elijah. Please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. In fact, Elisha asked Elijah that he desires to be his successor. That he will continue the legacy of Elijah thereafter. That was working in the old covenant. How is it working now in the New Testament? Till John the Baptist, till John the Baptist, the greatest in the entire Old Testament. Who is that? Who is that? John the Baptist. Because Jesus said it. Jesus said that. The greatest in the entire Old Testament is John the Baptist. Till John the Baptist, the working of the Holy Spirit was different. Say different. It was different. They did not have the person of Holy Spirit in them. You can take anyone from the Bible, right from Abraham, our father. None of them lived a perfect life. None of them lived a sinless life. Let's turn our Bibles to Matthew chapter 11, verse 11. Truly I say to you, among those born of women, women, there has not arisen anyone greater than John the Baptist. Yet the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Whose words are these? Who said this? Jesus. So I believe when Jesus said this, he was not referring anything to do with man. Or what he does. I believe it has to do with the Holy Spirit. Till John the Baptist, the Spirit of God was working, was seen as working primarily from the outside and temporarily coming upon certain individuals for specific tasks. 
That's why when we read in the Old Testament, we can see the Spirit of the Lord came upon them and they prophesied. The Spirit of the Lord came upon them and he ran in the speed of chariots. He outran the chariots. The Spirit of the Lord came upon them till John the Baptist. But that ended when Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came into this earth. Hallelujah. Can you shout a hallelujah? Amen. Because that, there is a remarkable change in you and me. Hallelujah. That's why God said, John the Baptist is greater in the Old Testament. But yet the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. You are greater than John the Baptist. Not because of your merit. Not because of what you have earned. Because of the working of the Holy Spirit who is in you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. The totality of the manifestations of the Holy Spirit was in Jesus. The entirety. Hallelujah. The person of Holy Spirit was in Jesus. Bible says that Jesus is the image of the invisible God. Hallelujah. He's the image of the invisible God. Firstborn of all creation. He is the firstborn. He entered till the inheritance of the firstborn, the double portion. Again, it says, firstborn from the dead. Who is that? Jesus. Hallelujah. The firstborn of many brethren. Shall I tell you this? You might have heard this many times before. But today when I tell this, receive it because the spirit is in action. The same spirit who was in Jesus is in you. The same spirit who was in Jesus is in you. The fullness of the Holy Spirit, the entirety of the Holy Spirit is in you. In the same measure. In the same measure. Hallelujah. So when we receive the absolute perfection, that is the Holy Spirit, He came in full. He came to live in us. Amen. In full measure. Say in full measure. In John chapter 3, verse 34, we read, God gives the Spirit without measure. God gives His Spirit without measure. The Spirit who is in us, in you and me, it is the Spirit of God and, it is, and He is without measure in you. Amen? So when we receive the Holy Spirit, the full person of the Holy Spirit is, has come upon us. Amen? In His entirety. And he is God himself. Because it is the spirit of God. There is nothing called half or full or single or double or triple now. Amen. The entirety of the Holy Spirit. The full measure of the Holy Spirit is in us. And here when we look at the life of Elijah, we can see Elijah as a type of Christ. They resemble each other in many ways. Especially at their ascension. Right? Especially at their, at their ascension. Let's read 2 Kings chapter 2, verses 9. When they had crossed over, Elijah said to Elisha, Ask, what shall I do for you before I am taken from you? And Elisha said, Please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. And Elijah said, You have asked a hard thing. You have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me, when I am taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall be not so. For attaining what Elisha had requested, Elijah laid only one condition. 
that Elisha would see Elijah when he is taken up. If Elisha missed that sight, he would not have received the double portion. All right? If you see me when I am taken from you, if you see me when I am taken from you, that is entirely up to Elisha. That's why the prophecy came. Whatever there is in the spiritual realm, it is entirely up to you. If you see me, you will be rewarded with the double portion. Elijah's ascension to heaven was not a normal event, was it? No, it was not a normal event. It was not a very casual, everyday event. It was a spiritual event. Say spiritual event. Say spiritual event. To witness that spiritual event, Elisha had to be alert. And he had to be spiritually alert. Amen. For the Bible study, pastor has spoken over, he spoke about the rapture. Rapture is a spiritual event. It is not a normal event. It is a spiritual event. Hallelujah. It is for the spiritual person. You will not be taken up if you are not spiritually alert. He in fact said that. Be sober. Be spiritually alert so that you will not miss that. So rapture is a spiritual heaven. Hallelujah. So what you receive from the Holy Spirit is completely dependent on you. You cannot blame your pastor. You cannot blame your mentor. No. No. It is completely based on you, dependent on you. We might say that I have the Holy Spirit in me. The full measure of him. That's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. But the question is, are you spiritually alert? There is a difference. Are you spiritually alert? Elisha understood the call of God over his life. Elisha underwent the training process. He followed Elijah violently, even till the last moment. But the deciding factor for the double portion was not on anything else. Yes, what Elisha had been doing was excellent. It was great. It was outstanding. It was perfect obedience. And that was demanded from him. But now he had to be spiritually alert. That was the key. Say spiritual alertness is the key. We can be born again. Church going. Disciplined about meditation and our prayer. Disciplined about giving and tithing. Helping others and living a good Christian life, that is very important for our spiritual growth. That is very important for our spiritual life. It is inevitable. But many times we stop there. We settle down there thinking that is all that we need. But Holy Spirit is teaching us today that those are just the basics. You are supposed to have that. That is your foundation. Only upon that foundation you can build on. That is the foundation that makes you strong. There is so much to experience. Say there is so much to experience. We need to be spiritually alert. When we are spiritually alert, we can see, we can hear, we can touch, we can think, we can sense in the spirit. When? When you're? Spiritually alert, not when you're naturally alert. 
when we are spiritually alert we see spiritual events we witness the realms of the spirit hallelujah 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 amen hope you can witness the realm of the spirit that is opened upon this sanctuary today hallelujah so did elijah see elijah's ascension did he witness okay verse 11 second kings chapter 2 verse 11 as they were going along and talking behold there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire which separated the two of them and elijah went up by a whirlwind to heaven elisha could witness he could see the unique spiritual event with his spiritual eyes Elisha saw that with his spiritual eyes. See, when someone takes go, goes up, it's like ascend, ascending. Do you think there'll be some change in the atmosphere, right? Right? The sons of prophets they were in the other side of the river of Jordan. They couldn't see that. Why? Bible says they went in search of Elijah. Think that he, the spirit of the Lord, has you know put him in some rivers of from mountains or valleys. they couldn't witness here elisha could witness why because he was spiritually alert his eyes were spiritually open to see the spiritual event hallelujah and elisha saw it and cried my father my father the chariots of israel and his horsemen and he saw he saw elijah no more elisha knew who elijah was to israel he he didn't simply follow elisha elijah he knew who elijah was to israel elisha understood the weight of god's calling over elijah's life and now he can feel the weight of god's calling over his life because he asked for it eli elisha asked for it the double anointing the same spirit that he is going to be the father the chariots of fire and the horsemen for israel from now on hallelujah then he took hold of his own clothes and tore them into two pieces he also took up the mantle of elijah that fell from him and returned and stood by the bank of the jordan so he tore his clothes and he took when elijah was ascending the mantle fell down and elisha took hold of the mantle and elijah has the mantle of elisha has the mantle of elijah with him and there where he stood at the bank of jordan hallelujah say the bank of jordan what did he do he took the mantle of elijah that fell from him and struck the waters and said where is the lord the god of elijah and when he had also struck the waters they were divided here and there and elisha crossed over when elijah struck the waters the waters were divided here and there and exactly the same thing happened when elisha struck the waters it parted here and there the same anointing that was upon elijah is now working on elisha hallelujah hallelujah let me ask you a question i don't know whether you have ever considered this question but ever since i read this incident i was thinking of this what if elisha could not witness elijah's ascension 
Have you ever thought about it? What if Elisha could not witness Elijah's ascension? He would have. He would have maybe he would have made a tent there. He would have been crossing the river Jordan like anyone else. Either by a boat or by a raft or by some mode of transportation. Rest. Elisha could never have crossed the Jordan the way he did without the anointing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be open to the spirit. The spirit of the Lord is ministering. Amen. Elisha, he did not have to do much. He just observed what Elijah did and he just replicated it. Elisha believed the God of Elijah. He believed that 100% the God of Elijah will come through. And that's why he said, where is the Lord of Elijah? And then he struck the waters and they were divided here and there and Elisha crossed over. Elijah was just like any other man. But when the prophetic mantle came upon him, when the call of God found him, he responded right. Say he responded right. He then violently followed after Elijah for training. Elisha honored the anointing over Elijah. Though he wholeheartedly pursued after the anointing. And now Elisha is operating in the same anointing of Elijah. Hallelujah. Where did it all start? Now Elisha is holding the mantle of Elijah and he started, he, he, uh, he parted the river and he crossed over. So where did it all start? Where? Where did it all start? Yes. Everything started when Elisha embraced the call of God over his life, embraced the mantle over him. What about Timothy? He was a believer. He had great testimony among the brethren. Where did it all start? When Paul called him out from that place and asked him to join ministry, that's where there started a shift. What about the disciples? Where did it start? When Jesus, he came and called them, follow me. There it started. Amen. So your starting point is your calling. Your starting point is your calling. If you have not started the walk of your calling, you have not yet started living in the God-given life. Like how I said, after you are born again, the first step to your God-given life is your calling. And I, I want to tell this again. I want to emphasize on this again and again. Everything is based out of your calling. Everything in the kingdom of God is based out of your calling. If you are unable to respond to your calling, you will, be, you will remain as a baby in the kingdom. Because you don't know to grow. Because you don't have an, an aim in front of you. You don't have a focus. You don't know your calling. Without knowing your calling, you'll think, yeah, this is okay. Going there is okay. Going here is okay. Going, doing that is okay. No, that is not okay. What God has purpose for you, it has to come to pass. Amen. Then you will have a need of the growth. If you don't understand the call of God over your life, you will remain as a baby. 
and wearing pampers. You will always need someone to give you milk when you cry. When you are dirty, you will cry. So that someone will come and clean you and change your diaper. You do not know what to do, where to go, because you don't have a perspective, heaven's pers perspective. Something is blocking there. The oxen is there. The plow is there in the midst. Take it away. Right. Remove that stumbling block so that the, the call of God will be revealed over your life. Amen. If Elisha had despised the call of God over his life, he would have been in the farm with his oxen. He would have been walking there for the rest of his life. His name would have never been appeared in the Bible. Oof. He would have heard of someone else parting the Jordan. And they will he. Then, then he would have been thinking, Huh? Someone else parted the Jordan? Is it true? Is it possible? How can that be possible? Maybe he would have wishing, Oh, wish. Oh, I wish I was there. Oh, wish I was the one who did that. You see the power of the calling? Do you see the power of the anointing? The, the same would have been the case of Timothy and the disciples of Jesus. If Elisha did not respond, God would have raised someone else in Elijah's, in Elisha's position. Because Israel needs a father. Israel needs protection, chariots of fire and chariots of hose, the fire of hoses. If Elisha was not there, somebody would have come in that place. Your calling is everything. Do not despise it. Follow hard after it. It is the evidence of, it is the evidence and working of God in your life. Amen. It is the evidence and the working of God over your life. It will never fail. Everything can fail in your life. Everything else can fail in your life. But the call of God can never fail in your life. Because you have been made for your calling. To meet your calling. Amen. When you grow progressively in your call, you will see the manifestations of the anointing over your life. The anointing over your life is based on your calling. The anointing over your life is based on your calling. The calling of, or the calling of God over each one of us is different. Do you agree with me? It is different. And the anointing over each one of us will work differently according to our calling. It is the same spirit, full measure of spirit, but the working is different. The anointing is different. Amen? And the, and the anointing will establish your calling. Hallelujah. The anointing will establish your calling. What established Elisha's calling? What established the mantle, the prophetic mantle established Elisha's call. With that mantle, he parted River Jordan. That was a stepping place. Amen. Hallelujah. There is a mantle over your life. There is a mantle over your life. When you say there is a mantle over your life, and I say that if you say it like this, there's nothing going to happen because the spiritual realm is open. It is how you're going to respond. Amen. Because the Lord has told me today, when I prepare, there's a mantle is going to fall. Amen. 
you might be a believer for 50 years or 60 years, but a pure mantle can fall upon you today. Hallelujah. When you respond God's word, do not belittle God's word, the power in God's word. Amen. Hallelujah. I said there is a mantle over your life, a mantle that empowers your calling. If you are not in your calling, if you are not where God wants you to be, the mantle will not be of any use. The prophetic mantle Elisha received was not for some museum. It was not to be used when he goes out for plowing the oxen. No. It was not used to keep him warm while he was in the farm. It was to part Jordan. Say it was to part Jordan. The prophetic mantle that fell upon Elisha, it was to part Jordan and to take him into his divine destiny. The anointing that is upon you, that is the anointing is going to take you to the divine destiny. Amen. The mantle, of, the mantle is of use when you, are to, when you have to cross over to your destiny. You need to cross over your destiny, receive the mantle. Hallelujah. Often we try to use mantle over the oxen. We use the empowerment in the wrong place. Elisha was at the river Jordan with the mantle. He was at the river Jordan with the mantle. Where you are and what you have, both are important. Can you just say that? Where you are and what you have are both important. We can see that in the life of Jesus. Jesus was anointed. Any doubt about it? No, he was anointed. He experienced the fullness of the Spirit all the time. All the time. We can testify about or only about Jesus. But he did not do miracles everywhere he went. He did not do miracles in many places. And he avoided going to many places. Yes? He knew where to go and what to do. The anointing will teach you. Oh, hallelujah. When you're under, under the anointing, the anointing will teach you where to go and what to do. So Elisha used his mantle to part River Jordan. So Joshua and the entire Israelites had to cross River Jordan. There also we can see River Jordan. What did they do? What did they do? The priest holding the ark, carrying the ark, what happened? They stood still? Touched the water. What touched the water? The edge. Oh, hallelujah. The edge of the feet touched the water. And what happened? The river was cut completely. Say so the river was cut completely. So here we can see Joshua and the priests had the Ark of the Covenant to cross over Jordan. Elisha had the mantle of Elijah to cross over Jordan. But there is someone higher. There is someone greater than Joshua, the priest, and the priest, and Elisha, and Elijah. Do you know who is that? Can I hear his name? Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let's see, let's see what he did. Let's read from Mark chapter 1, verses 9 to 11. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee. And was baptized by John in the, in the, in the Jordan. Immediately coming up out of the water, he saw the heaven opening. 
and the spirit like a dove descending upon him and a voice came out of the heavens you are my beloved son in whom i am well pleased hallelujah hallelujah when jesus was baptized something happened at the river jordan and this time it was different say it was different say it was different heaven itself opened not the river jordan the heaven opened and declared that this is my beloved son believe in him whom i am well pleased with hallelujah then jesus did something amazing nobody ever dared to do it say to this time it was different jesus didn't need to part the water but he walked on the water hallelujah glory he didn't have to part the water but he had to walk he walked on the water jesus walked on the sea of galilee say the sea of galilee by the way the sea of sea of galilee is fed by river jordan now he is bigger than on a bigger terrain and he walked on the water that is the god whom we serve it is the same spirit who is working in me and you hallelujah moses the priest elijah and elisha say moses what did he do he parted the sea elijah he parted the sea elisha he parted the river jordan elisha he also parted river jordan joshua and the priest they also parted river jordan but jesus walked without parting he walked on the rough sea when this the waves and the winds were contrary hallelujah hallelujah jesus didn't need to carry the ark of the covenant he didn't need to carry the mantle of elijah and elisha amen but jesus the his feet were enough the feet of jesus were enough the moment jesus water touched the water the feet touched the water the signs defied hallelujah the laws defied amen god canceled because of the power of the anointing that was upon jesus amen his feet were anointed his eyes his ears his hands his saliva was anointed amen hallelujah his thoughts were anointed he just walked on the water his disciples were astonished when they saw jesus walking on the water because they have never heard or seen something like this ever before they they can see moses parting sea they they read about the joshua and elisha and elijah parting the sea but this time this is different they would have never witnessed that kind of a miracle amen you might be facing a jordan in your life sea of galilee in your life you might have tried many things to cross over that to part that you might have failed many times before the jordan before the sea of galilee jesus is asking you today why are you striving why are why are you troubled why are you disappointed why are you standing still at the river staring at the overflowing banks the one who parted the sea the one who walked upon the water he is with you amen the one who walked on the water he is with you he is in you you don't need any physical ark now you don't need any mantle of elijah and elisha amen hallelujah you don't need any physical elements now the very person of god is in you 
the same anointing that was upon Jesus is working in you. The great power is in you. You are his temple. Because you are his temple, your feet is anointed. When you stand near the Jordan, the moment you, your feet will touch the edge of water, the Jordan has to cease. It has to part. The sea has to give way because your feet is anointed. Hallelujah. Are you receiving it? Amen. I'm here to say that the anointing will change your situation. The anointing will change your situation. The anointing will make things easy for you. The anointing will multiply things for you. The anointing will cause a distinction. Hallelujah. There is no river too hard for you. There is no river too hard for you. There is no sea too powerful for you. There is no mighty form, weapon formed against you. Because the yoke shall be destroyed. Hallelujah. The yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27 says, The yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. The Holy Spirit power over you will destroy the yoke. The yoke will not have any power over you when you are anointed. When the yoke sees you, he will flee. You don't even need to utter a word. Because the yoke sees you, the anointed one, the yoke will flee. Hallelujah. Because of the Holy Spirit who is in you. When you receive the Holy Spirit, he came into you full, in full measure as a full person. If you are led by the full measure of the Holy Spirit, then we live a life of Jesus. I want to live a life of Jesus. I don't want to live like anyone else. I want to live a life like Jesus. If anybody has the desire, tell our master. Master, we want to live like you, Jesus. Like how we are under your feet, listening to your message. Let that impartation fall upon us today, Appa. Right now, the anointing to live like Jesus. Hallelujah. He alone did that walk. Continuous walk in the spirit. Because he walked in the fullness of the spirit. He walked in the fullness of the Spirit. Because Jesus walked in the fullness of the Spirit, we can also walk in the fullness of the Spirit always. Say always. Say always. Say fullness of the Spirit. Let's turn our Bibles to Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, precious Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Apostle Paul is encouraging the church. Do not be, get drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit. We need to be filled with the Spirit and here it is not talking about being born again. It is written to the church. Here it is not talking about being born again experience. When we are born again, the spirit of God comes into us and he takes the residence, permanent residence in us. That is not filling of the Holy Spirit. Filling of the Holy Spirit is a continuous process. Say it is a continuous process. Say it is a continuous process. What happens when a person gets drunk?
he'll be under the influence of what he drank, the alcohol. When he's really drunk, he's under the influence of that drink. He's been controlled by the drink. In the same way, there is a place where you can be completely controlled by the Holy Spirit. You're filled with the Spirit when you're controlled by the Spirit. Amen. You are filled with the Spirit when you are controlled by the Spirit. Here Apostle Paul is telling, encouraging the church, be filled with the Spirit continuously to be full until it controls you. My dear people, there is a realm like that. Amen. I have experienced where you cannot control your body. The anointing will take over. The Spirit of the Lord will take over. You will, you will feel that your, body, you, your hand will come this side. No, your hand will go that side because you have given complete access to the Holy Spirit. Amen? Oh, hallelujah. When you're controlled by the Spirit of God, you do not operate in the level of the flesh. You cannot. Or in the natural realm. But you operate in the realms of the Spirit. Amen? Hallelujah. Where you see with the eyes of the Spirit. When you hear with the ears of the Spirit, where you perceive with the heart of the Spirit, where you think with the mind of Christ. Amen? Where you're completely controlled by the Holy Spirit. When you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you are empowered. You're enabled supernaturally. You're empowered, you're enabled supernaturally it goes beyond the naturals amen it goes beyond the natural realm when you're filled with the holy spirit you operate in the realm of spirit which is impossible to the natural realm walking on water that was not possible in the natural realm but it is possible in the realms of the spirit hallelujah hallelujah are you getting something Hope there is the, you can feel the kindling of the Holy Spirit who is in you. Amen. Again, I say you, the realm of the Spirit is open in this atmosphere. I can see. It's up to you. It's up to you. You receive it. This is a prophetic word because God wants to establish you in your calling. Amen. Let's go back to 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 15. Now when the sons of the prophets who were at Jericho opposite... Uh, now when the sons of the prophets who were at Jericho opposite him saw him, they said, the spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha. How did they understand that? Because they have seen how Elisha parted Jordan, like exactly like how Elijah parted River Jordan. And then they understood the spirit of Elijah is resting upon Elisha now. And they came to meet him and bowed themselves to the ground before him. Can you see something so significant there? What it is written? And they came. Who came? The sons of the prophet. They came to meet him and bowed themselves to the ground before him. They came to him and bowed themselves to the ground before him. The sons of prophets who used to talk to Elijah. What did they say? Do you know that your master will be taken from you over, over you today? Are you getting something? The same prophets, the 50 prophets, the prophets who were at Bethel, the prophets who were at Jericho, the prophets who were at uh, uh, Jordan, 
what did they ask him? Do you know that God is going to take Elijah from you today? And the same prophets, what did they do? They came and bowed down at his feet. That is the power of the anointing. Hallelujah. You might be in the same company. You might be friends. You might be, I don't know, companions for so long. But when the anointing of the Lord comes upon you, you are not like the others. There is a clear distinction. Amen. Hallelujah. When the anointing of the Lord shows over your life, your situations will change. Your title will change. You will be honored. And, ev and every people, everyone who's got a call of God over your life, hallelujah, the mighty anointing over you is there. The anointing will make the distinction. Amen. The anointing will make the distinction. Like how we heard today, do not be deceived. Do not be deceived. Do not close your ears and your heart to this message. Amen. Do not get deceived. There is an anointing. Is going to work. Is working in you to make a, a, a clear distinction. Say a clear distinction. We are not called to live a normal life. That is not our calling. Say normal life is not my calling. Say with some conviction. Say normal life is not my calling. Each one of us have a call of God over our life. And every call of God it is to be filled with the Holy Spirit and to live in the fullness of the Spirit continually. Every call, I have a call, you have a different call, but every call ultimately leads to the fullness of the Holy Spirit. It ultimately leads to Jesus. You can live like how Jesus lived. When you're filled in the Holy Spirit continually, you will do mighty exploits continually. Hallelujah, continually. You will live a victorious life continually. Amen. You will live a life of progress. Not only today, tomorrow, day after tomorrow. Every moment of your life will be a life of progress. Will be victorious. And nothing can hinder you. Hallelujah. Nothing can hinder you. Because the yoke will be destroyed by the anointing. The hindrance, what is hindering you will be destroyed by the anointing. What is the stumbling block will be destroyed by the anointing. Hallelujah. No stumbling block on your way. The stumbling block, the hindrance, the yoke will be broken by the anointing, by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. It is also the priest who carried the ark part of the river Jordan. If the mantle of Elisha and Elijah part the river Jordan, the call of God over your life is to walk on water. Like how Jesus did. Amen. Even when the sea is rough, even when the waves and the wind are contrary to you. Hallelujah. The same anointing of Jesus. The same spirit who was with Jesus. The same spirit. Hallelujah. It's working in you. Great power is working in you. Great power is working in you. If this is not setting you free, nothing can set you free. Because the great power, the power that raised Jesus from the dead, the resurrection power is working in you. You don't need the Ark of the Covenant now. You don't need the mantle of Elijah now. You don't need any physical element now. Because the Holy Spirit who, who is in you, 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The coming year, 2024, is going to be a great year for the anointed ones of God. Amen. In this year, everything is going to happen in the speed of the Spirit. Everything is going to happen in the speed of the Spirit. And those who can catch up with that Spirit will do mighty exploits. Not everyone. Not everyone. Those who can catch up with the speed of the Spirit. Because the, the time is near. The day is here. The Spirit is going on a speed. We have to catch up with the Spirit. If the Spirit is running, we have to run with Him. Amen. Then you will do mighty exploits. Hallelujah. This year, there are some rivers waiting to get parted. Receive it. Hallelujah. Some seas are waiting to be walked over. Some stones jars are waiting to get turned into wine. Some water in the stone jars are waiting to get turned into wine. Some blind eyes are waiting to see. Some deaf ears are waiting to hear. Some dumb mouths are waiting to hear the word Ephatha, waiting to speak. Some fishes are waiting for you to open their mouths. Some bread is waiting for multiplication. Some demoniacs are waiting to get delivered. Some cancer patients are waiting to get healed. Some sick people are waiting for new organs. Some stones are waiting to be rolled away. Some dead bodies are waiting to get raised. Some Elisha, some Timothy, some disciples of Jesus are waiting to get trained by you. Trained by you because of the anointing of Jesus Christ who is in you. Jesus did all these things. Whatever I said now, Jesus did it all. The same spirit who is in Jesus will enable you to do this. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Know who you are in the spirit. Know who you are in the spirit. In the spirit, the story is different. Hallelujah. What you see in the natural is not the picture in the spirit. At least one time you see in the spirit, you will make the difference. Hallelujah. In the realm of spirit, you are different. Your name is different. The name that your parents call you now, this is not the name that is known in the spiritual realm. Your name is different. Your nature is different. You are filled with the Holy Spirit. And you have to be filled with the Holy Spirit continuously. It is your choice. You have to opt that. It is up to you. It was up to Elisha. It was up to Timothy. It was up to the disciples of Jesus. Now it is up to us. Hallelujah. I told you these things, whatever I told you, people are going to wait upon you. Hallelujah. 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 People are going to wait upon you. Hear the cry of the people. Hear the cry of the people. Some people who are in desperate condition, they need Jesus. They need healing. They want to come back to life. Hallelujah. They want to get healed. They want to walk like how you walk. They are waiting for you. Hallelujah. If you want to move, if you want to impart something, you need to receive from the Holy Spirit. And you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit always. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, shall I tell you something? You don't know who you are. I, I, I wish that... The spiritual eyes will be open to see who we are, even when we are here. Because, you know, one day you will know 
You know when you will know who you are? When Jesus Christ appears, you will be revealed. Hallelujah. Then you will know who you were on this earth, while you were on this earth. One time, ask the Lord, Father, open my eyes, spiritual eyes, at least one time. Help me see what is happening in the spiritual realm. You will never be the same. Because you know that is the higher reality. What you see in the natural, your eyes is deceiving you. Your natural eyes are deceiving you. Your natural ears are deceiving you. Your natural heart is deceiving you. It is blinded. There is a higher reality, the realm of the spirit. Hallelujah. The realm of the spirit is available for you today. The realm of the spirit is available for you today. The word of the Lord, I believe every time when the word is preached, there will be a demonstration of the word. There will be a demonstration of the word. As we are nearing our blessed hope of rapture. Say blessed hope of rapture. Say blessed hope of rapture. Christ is preparing his church. We heard that today. Christ is adorning his church with precious stones and jewelry. Hallelujah. Some precious stones and jewelry. Do not miss out on being a part of the entire move of God. It's up to you. It's up to you. It's entirely dependent on you. Be filled with the Holy Spirit and fulfill your call. Fulfill your call. Fulfill your call. There is a call of God. The call of God over your life is mighty. It's glorious. It is excellent. It is powerful. It's wonderful. Amen. Fulfill. Fulfill God's call. Amen. And you're going to reward it according to what you have done according to your calling. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Otherwise, you cannot fulfill your call. The call of God upon your life is so powerful. And without being filled with the Holy Spirit, you can never complete that call. You can never complete the call in that excellent manner. Jesus completed his call in an excellent way. In the glorious way. If we need to complete our call over this life excellently, gloriously, we need to be completely, continuously filled by the Holy Spirit. Amen. And the Spirit of the Lord is here to empower you, to enable you. Amen. To empower you, to equip you, to enable you. Hallelujah. So I believe that I released I reveal God's heart to you today. Hallelujah. God bless you all with this word. Amen. Hallelujah. Man, I told you on uh, Friday for the, for the Bible. What happened to the curtain? It came off. Oh, okay. I told you for the Bible study that all of your problems, all of your problems, all of a Christian's problems will be sorted if you know who you are. Man, if the church knows who she is, the church knows who we are, then all of our problems are sorted.
the struggle the only reason why a christian struggles in in this life on this earth is because we haven't figured out who we are and today god reminded us once again so powerfully that you know we are who we are by the spirit of god and we are not like anybody else on this earth amen and uh, you know even as we are considering the dispensation of the church age it's a special dispensation it's a one of a kind dispensation and we are in that dispensation amen we are in the dispensation of the spirit and uh, you can come to church and completely be ignorant of it you can be completely ignorant of who you are it is possible you can be completely disconnected to the truth of who you are in Christ Jesus amen and uh, the wonderful thing about the table is Jesus instituted the table and said do this in remembrance of me you didn't hear that he just gave us this institution and said do this in say remembrance when we remember christ what happens to us good memories is that what happens to you when you remember christ what happens what happened it's okay it's not going live it's going live tell you it's all right there's only one camera that's all right let's go with one Let, don't try to fix anything in the middle of the service just leave it you do the things before the service not after the, not during the service just leave it we are having the lord's table just sit down i want all of you just sit down just stay remember one thing nothing is more important than what is happening here okay i want all of you to know that nothing is more important than what is happening here everything else can wait just leave it it's all right just leave it for the time being just leave it so do this in remembrance of me man that's what jesus said so what are you supposed to remember so when you when you remember christ what happens what does that do to you huh you remember who you are i with me now when you remember christ at the lord's table you remember him it reminds you who you are man you need reminders otherwise you will be so caught up in the the issues of this life and you can lose focus of the fact who you are man you can completely be disconnected from the reality of who you are man that's why we have the table every time we approach the table we remember christ we remember his power we remember the miracles we remember the purpose we remember the the blameless life amen we remember the grace Amen. We remember the fullness of the Spirit, so that we can live just like that, knowing that as He is, so are we in this world. So we receive the Word today. The Word was reminding us, man, and and uh, we are not like Elijah. We are not like Elisha. We are not like Moses. We are not like John the Baptist. We are like Jesus. Are you with me? We are like Jesus. We are like Jesus. Amen. that's what we get we must get reminded of every now and then we need this reminder yes this who i am do this in remembrance of him why so that i'll know who i am a man whose nature we we started like that today when brother king was ministering he said the divine nature he talked about the divine nature about righteousness about peace about joy about truth uh, uh about love that's our nature about hope that's the nature of god and when we remember christ we remember okay this is what we are 
this is what is supposed to be seen in us man revealed in us amen and we must submit ourselves and surrender ourselves to that amen hallelujah and in this in this church we lay no formalities we encourage all of you to uh, you know to come and partake of the elements um if you're a believer in Christ Jesus if you're somebody who has tasted of this divine life in Christ Jesus if you're somebody who has accepted Christ in your in your hearts in your life and you've given your life to Jesus you're free to come and partake man in remembrance of Christ say in remembrance of Christ why are you partaking this not because somebody baked the bread and somebody got some cups ready with some juice and you are anyway hungry or thirsty in fact paul rebuked the corinthian church said if you don't you have homes to go and eat if you're hungry go to your homes and eat but you don't come to church to eat you come to church to remember christ man you come to church to to consider christ and to to uh, establish yourself in the teachings of christ man hallelujah let nothing distract you this morning let nothing distract let nothing come in the way like she said in like pastor nisha was saying let let not the plow let not the the oxen let not the neighborhood let not your friends let none of these things come in the way of you understanding this call which has come over you which has come upon you the call of god man in christ jesus it's a special call it's a divine call you respond to it and it shall go well with you amen it shall go well with you amen so one one more time i want to encourage all of you if you are a believer in christ jesus remember christ consider christ take this time consider christ take this time to consider him remember him remember jesus remember his nature remember his power remember the grace remember the anointing man remember the way he responded to the call remember the way he walked about on this earth remember the way he carried himself remember the way he he reached out and and he showed compassion remember the way he ministered remember the way he taught remember the way he exercised authority on this earth remember remember the cross remember remember the sufferings man remember the loneliness remember the pain remember the rejection he endured it remember that his endurance remember the joy that is set before him amen hallelujah the finished work remember the finished work jesus took the cross to give you something he embraced the cup he embraced the cup he took the cup of sufferings that you and I can live a god life that you and I can be made whole that you and I can have peace thank you jesus 
that you and I can have all sufficiency in all things at all times for every good work that you and I can walk in power that you and I can walk in health man and wholeness you are not called to somehow make it through on this earth you called into a victorious life man a full life a glorious life you bad yes there are challenges yes there are obstacles and hurdles but you are not called to be subject to it in all these things you are more than conquerors through christ you will overwhelmingly conquer amen you will diffuse the aroma of christ in every place Jesus I want to stand up to your feet I want all of you to stand up to your feet continue to consider Christ Somebody needs a reminder that his work on the cross is a finished work Somebody needs a reminder that his work on the cross is a finished work that his his mission on this earth is complete he said it is finished amen that was the victory call man the victory chant which came out of the lips of jesus it is finished it is finished man is there you need a reminder today remember christ remember the the declaration it is finished remember what is accomplished for you remember that he has inaugurated for you a new and living way man he has inaugurated a, a new and living way remember that he has given you access into the things of god access you have access into the fullness of his of god the fullness of god the fullness of his goodness the fullness of his love remember that in christ you have all things you are blessed you are blessed you are blessed you are blessed thank you pa thank you jesus you are blessed if there's anybody struggling in life for whatever reason whatever you are facing in life this is a struggle you 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 are looking at your life and saying it's a struggle you're struggling with something maybe a burden on your shoulder maybe it's like a burden on your shoulders maybe it's like a a situation back in in the at, at your home maybe in your workplace maybe it's a it's a condition in your body or a thought process in your mind a fear that you're battling remember christ remember jesus jesus as he is so are you man you have access If he walked on water so can you man the he if he could walk on waters when it is rough and and raging you can you can you also can man no, do not be do not be disturbed by what you see man 
Do not be disturbed by what you see. Be aware of who you are. Be aware of who you are. Do not accommodate sickness in your body. Do not give permission to sickness in your body. Amen. Hallelujah. You will never see a passage, a single passage where you'll read, Jesus was sick. Jesus was unhealthy. No. But you see that on the cross when he took your sickness, when he took all your griefs, when he took all your sorrow, the burden of sin of the entire world, he took it upon himself. That's the only place you'd see it, see it like that. He was sick. He was bruised. He was crushed. He was marred beyond recognition so that you can have a whole life, a full life. Receive it. Receive it. As you come to the table, receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it in your body. Receive it in your mind. Receive it in your being. Receive it. Receive it. Man, as you hold the elements, as the elements are getting distributed and, and you hold the elements, remember Christ. Remember. Remember. He's an ever-present help in time of need. Remember that. Remember. He's the king. He's the king of your, of your life. Remember. If you said it and you heard it and you believe it and you received it, it is done. It is done. It is done. Done. Amen. Hallelujah. The elements will get distributed. They'll come around. Hold on to the elements that all of us have received. And once we minister in song and worship, we'll all partake together. And also encourage those of you watching us online. If you don't have access to breaking bread and partaking of the table in this manner with the body of believers, you're welcome. Let not nothing stop you, prevent you from enjoying the benefits, from relishing the goodness of God in this manner. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. You'll experience the miracles, the breakthroughs. Man, right where you are. Examine yourself. That's all you need to do. Examine yourself. Put yourself under the, the, the authority of this word, this revelation. Under the scope of this revelation. Place yourself in this truth. It'll work for you. It'll work for you. I, I sense guilt in this room. The Lord wants to wash away your guilt. It's not, God, it's not God's portion for you. Man, man, he, he'll, he'll completely erase every speck of sin. Every speck, speck of guilt and shame. He will erase it by the power of his blood. Receive it. Receive that cleansing, that purging. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen.
Shining, though the wall appeared as lost, Christ has triumphed over evil. It was finished upon that cross.
Okay, let's uh, partake together, remembering Christ, remembering Jesus, remembering the benefits, remembering the blessings, remembering the power, remembering His declaration on the cross. It was finished upon the cross. Yes, remember that. Receive the fullness of it. In Jesus' name. going to sing a song and we're going to collect the offertory. We're going to worship God with our giving. If anybody wants help with uh, electronic mode of giving and put your hands up, somebody will help you with that. Yes, let's worship. I want you to stand up to your feet and worship God as we sing this song. Whoever believes 
give thanks for the offering. Thank you, Lord, for this privilege that we have to worship you with our giving. Lord, we pray that the money has, that has been collected will be multiplied, will be used for the glory of your name. Every hand that gave, every heart that gave cheerfully, bless them, honor them, increase, Just speak over them, Father. Let them have an all-sufficiency in all things. Thank you. But every point of their need, that the glory of God be revealed. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Be seated in the presence of God.
Good afternoon, church. The mighty presence of God is in this place. Amen. Can we thank God for the powerful word that came to us today? And as we heard, may we all be spiritually alert people who will embrace the call of God on our lives. Amen. I want to welcome everybody who has joined us for this Sunday service. Even those who, are joined, who have joined us online, thank you so much for taking time to be a part of this service. We hope you have been blessed by this message. Is there anybody who is worshipping with us for the first time today? Okay. So moving on to the announcements. We have our Sunday school, Revelation Kids, every Sunday from 8.45 a.m. We will not be having wow and amen on this Friday, that is the 15th of December, because we'll be having a, a Christmas outreach opening confirmed for the band on Friday. So there will be no wow and amen this coming Friday. And we will have our next focus on the 5th of January, 2024, from 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. That is on the first Friday of January, we will be having our next focus. And our next Bible study will be on the 12th of January, 2024, at 7 p.m. That is on the second Friday of January, we'll be having our next Bible study. Revelation Church Band will be on tour this month, that is starting from this Friday, 15th of December. And as part of our Christmas tour, we also have a couple of campus openings. The confirmed dates and venues, venues are as follows. On the 15th of December at Darshana CMI International School, Pudupalli. On the 20th of December at Providence College of Engineering, Chenganur. On the 21st of December at Bethany Academy, Venikulam. On 23rd of December at Praise Generation Church, Alapura. And on the 24th of December at Somadiram Resort, Kovalam. So these are the opening, uh, openings that we have. So I encourage the church to kindly keep uh, the band in prayer as they prepare towards it. And also I encourage the church to be a part of this ministry, to sow financially into this. Um, as most of the programs, most of these outreach openings are self-funded. So there are a lot of financial requirements involved. So you can sow into this as, as the Lord puts into your heart. And if you, are, if you wish to do so, please get in touch with Tijo um, this week itself so that there are immediate needs to be met. Moving on, Revelation Church Christmas Worship Evening, Nathan Luce is on the 22nd of December, Friday at 7 p.m. And since this is a wonderful opportunity to share the love of Jesus, I encourage every family to bring along somebody with you, your friends, family, neighbors, relatives. Um, invite them also and bring them along for the Christmas worship evening as we worship God together and we hear the ministering of the word on the 22nd of December at 7 p.m. So the flyers... Uh, for Nathan Luz are ready and it will be distributed after the service. Each family can take a minimum of at least five flyers and 
please do spread the word and encourage your friends and family to come. The soft copy uh, of the invite will also be shared by next week, uh, which you, you can forward that also and invite your near and dear ones to come. And where once you know the confirmed number, please do let us know just for the planning uh, to make the necessary arrangements. So once again, Nathan Luce on the 22nd of December at 7 p.m. On the 24th of December, that is the Sunday before Christmas, we will be having an early morning service at 7.30 a.m., followed by Christmas breakfast. So please note that will be the only service for the day on the 24th of December. And we will be having watch night service on the 31st of December. Since 31st is a Sunday, we'll have our regular service in the morning at 9.30 a.m. And we will meet again at 11 p.m. for our watch night service. So the church will be open for anybody who wishes to stay back in the church after the morning service. You can, you're free to stay back till 11 p.m. Yeah, till our watch night service begins. So that's all for the announcements. So let's all say it together. In his temple does everyone speak of his glory. Let us observe silence for the next two minutes, after which you are free to move around and have fellowship. God bless you all.